Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is a rainy day here in Marseille, France, and welcome back to another episode of Third Gear, a Formula One racing podcast. I'm Kate Egan, a marketing major with a passion for Formula One, and on this week's episode, let's talk about the Singapore Grand Prix and prepare for Japan this upcoming weekend. The championship can only be won by one. And it's lights out, and away we go. Oh, oh. Welcome to Third Gear with Keg Egan. All of your F1 news, all in one place. Episodes every other Thursday at 3. Well, I hope you guys all had a great couple of weeks, and I hope you all enjoyed Singapore. I know I did. It was a very fun race indeed, and I can't wait to talk about it on here with you guys. So let's go ahead and just jump straight into it. Starting off, we had the first practice session, although there was nothing too insane going on here. We did have some lizard company on the track and drivers got to drive the new updated Singapore circuit for the first time. Most drivers went out starting off on their hard compounds and then few changed to softs and mediums throughout the session, but it was mainly just gaining some more data to see what the teams needed to look forward to this weekend. Daniel Ricciardo is still out of the car after his incident in Zandvoort where he broke his hand. He's now undergone surgery and is recovering. But the first practice session just had the Ferraris doing incredibly well with Charles Leclerc setting the fastest time of the session, followed by Carlos Sainz and third by Max Verstappen. Practice session two on Friday saw another clean sweep from Ferrari, setting the fastest time in both sessions. The second session took place under the lights, so this was going to be closer to what we could expect from racing conditions on Sunday. We got to see a lot of Red Bull complaining, actually, this session. There were a lot of difficulties with braking issues. Max Verstappen was incredibly frustrated with the car and the pace itself. And all in all, the Red Bulls were not shaping up to look too good on the first day of the weekend. Alex Albans Williams also struggled with a loss of power and engine issues, meaning he could not finish or continue competing in practice session two. And the finishing order had Carlos Sainz set the fastest time, followed by Charles Leclerc in the second Ferrari, and then third George Russell. Now we'll move on to Saturday. Practice session three took place later in the day in Singapore. But it had rained that morning, so the track was fresh. Again, there was no used rubber or anything built up on the track yet. So it was just going to be like practice session one all over again. Uh, The drivers went to break in the track a bit more. And as the temperature dropped, more and more drivers started going out, mainly doing qualifying simulation runs. There's still a lot of complaining going on from the Red Bull cars. Um, They're still struggling with pace, and it is looking less and less promising for them for the weekend. Setting the fastest time was Carlos Sainz, second George Russell, and third Lando Norris. Now we get on to the exciting bit. So starting off with qualifying. Q1, Ferraris out of the gate, have great speed. They're continuing this performance that they've demonstrated all weekend. They're doing really well. There's a little bit of action with the Mercedes going on in Q1 as both of them kind of trade back and forth with fastest times. There was a little bit of impeding. We saw Stroll get frustrated saying he was impeded by the Williams driver, Logan Sargent. As the time started winding down, we got to see a little bit more action. So the checkered flag came out. Drivers were setting their last flying laps or their only timed lap. And Lance Stroll just absolutely sent it into the barrier. I mean, this was a rough 
crash. It was intense for sure. He kind of caught the curb and slammed into the wall, spinning around. His car was quite destroyed, but luckily Lance Stroll was okay. He was able to get out of the car, get into the medical car and move out, but it did cause the session to be red flagged. And since the checkered flag was already out, this meant that drivers could not A, finish their flying lap or B, continue the session later. So this meant that there were quite a few drivers that were kind of mixed up and thus got eliminated, including Oscar Piastri. And actually finishing their flying lap just before the red flag was Yuki Tsunoda, who set the fastest time in Q1. Eliminated in Q1, we had Lance Stroll, obviously, with his incident, Jaguar Yu. Logan Sargent, Oscar Piastri, and Valtteri Bottas. Moving on to Q2, which just seems to get even more exciting, with the red flag kind of delaying the session a bit once we hit back out onto the track again. The Red Bull really struggled to show pace continuously as they have this entire weekend. Russell and the two Ferraris were sort of on top this entire session. And then as the Checker flag was once again closing in and drivers were starting their final laps. Sergio Perez spun into turn one, which knocked him out of qualifying. And then Max Verstappen, who was in 10th position, gets eliminated by Liam Lawson, moving into 10th, knocking Verstappen down into 9th. So knocked out in Q2, we have Yuki Tsunoda from 15th, Alex Albon, Sergio Perez, Pierre Gasly, and Max Verstappen. So already now we're into Q3, no Red Bulls in the last session of qualifying, which is not something that we have seen, not both anyways, yet this season. The Ferraris, once again, are doing incredibly well this session, as they did in Monza and are continuing to do throughout each day this weekend. No crazy infringements or accidents or anything, but drivers went out on their final run. Everyone was setting quick times, but Carlos Sainz, topped the timesheets and stayed there to start pole position for the Singapore Grand Prix. Followed just behind him was George Russell, and then in third, Charles Leclerc. Starting next to Leclerc on the second row was Lando Norris, followed by Hamilton, Magnussen, Alonso, Alcon, Hulkenberg, and Liam Lawson. Now let's talk about the race. The race was also incredibly exciting, and if you didn't know or haven't listened to any of my episodes before, you know that Singapore is my favorite race of the season. I always love it. Under the lights, it's exciting, it's a cool track, it's in the city, so it's in a cool area. Usually something exciting happens. It's one of the first races I really remember watching. Even though I started watching around the same time my brother started watching, my first race that I like really, really remember was 2017 in Singapore. That was like, it stuck with me. The two Ferraris sandwiching Verstappen and on that opening lap first turn, like all of that, that was the first race I remember being like, this is insane. This is crazy. So... I love Singapore. It's one of my favorite races. It is my favorite race. And this race was no different. It was super exciting. Prior to the race start, Lance Stroll announced that he would not be racing in the Grand Prix. So we would be starting with only 19 cars on the grid. He is okay, but the team decided it would be best if he didn't race. And also I'm sure it had to do with them not being able to get their car fully repaired in time for the Grand Prix on Sunday either. It was was pretty banked up. So with 19 drivers on the grid, well, 18 drivers 
on the grid, Zhou Guanyu had to start from the pit lane after he made some changes to his car. Almost all cars started on the medium tire, but we did see Charles Leclerc, Yuki Tsunoda, Zhou Guanyu, and Oscar Piastri on the softs, and the two Red Bulls and Valtteri Bottas on the hard compound tires. So as the lights go out, the race start had Charles Leclerc's Ferrari passing George Russell, moving him into second position, and we now had a Ferrari 1-2 going into the first turn, and it would stay like that for a majority of the race. So a great start from the Ferraris. Also in the first couple of turns, we saw Lewis Hamilton cut the corner and pass both his teammate and Lando Norris. Eventually, he would have to get both of these positions back, so he started in fifth, passed two cars up into third off of the track and then gave both of them back into and then was back into fifth position again. Also, unfortunately, on the first lap, Yuki Tsunoda suffered a tire puncture from Sergio Perez. This is his second retirement in two races. Feeling so bad for poor Yuki Tsunoda. I really am wishing him well in Japan. I hope he has a good home race. And by the time we get to lap seven, Max is up into eighth from his starting 11th, and Perez is still in 13th. Ferrari has now worked to build a gap between their two front runners, so having Leclerc kind of build a gap further between him and Carlos. Then it starts getting interesting. Um, Logan Sargent hit the barrier at turn eight on lap 20, which brings out the first safety car of the race. This is where the pit lane gets busy so almost everybody pits minus a few the red bulls opt to not pit but science went in almost immediately and is able to retain his lead so he never once drops out of first there and once all of the cars are out on their new fresher tires the red bulls start dropping as the green flag is waved these old hard compound tires are not quick and neither is the red bull in all honesty so they start dropping back down the order poor strategy it didn't work out for them they were trying to maybe hope something else would work out but it just it it didn't work for them unfortunately Alonzo receives a five second penalty for crossing the pit lane entry line and yeah a little bit later into the race the Red Bulls actually pit and they are right back to where they started with Max Verstappen in 11th and Sergio Perez in 13th Another unfortunate race, Esteban Ocon retires his car after it starts smoking. This brings out a virtual safety car. It was his birthday, so felt really bad. Um, but also good luck to him in Japan. This is the second of a total of four DNFs from this race. So as we're reaching towards the end of the race, both Mercedes pit under the virtual safety car, and they start running to try and catch up with those top three again. So both Mercedes now are on fresh tires. They come out in fourth and fifth behind Carlos Sainz, Lando Norris, and Charles Leclerc and are booking it to try and get that. They believe they can still get first position and let's see how their strategy paid out for them. Um, Both Mercedes pass Leclerc on lap 53 and then this is followed by Bottas retiring with a hydraulic issue, the third DNF of the race. But as the race continues on, we have quite a bit of a dramatic battle going on. The Mercedes are right behind Lando Norris and catching with every lap. And Carlos and Lando work together in a DRS train to hold back the Mercedes. So Carlos, instead of pulling ahead, gives his friend Lando Norris a DRS advantage to keep him just enough ahead of the Mercedes. 
they're able to hold off the Mercedes. And then in the final lap, just as we think that Russell might be able to make a move on Lando Norris, he clips the corner of the wall and just sends it straight. And he is out of the race. Now, this was dramatic, insane. I mean, like, I got out of my seat and had to do a few laps. I was like, no way, no way. So unfortunate for Russell, exciting for watchers. And he was so close, too. He was so close. Just a, just a few more corners. But Russell's shunt means that the results of the race ended with Carlos Sainz finishing in first for his second ever win under the lights of Singapore. Lando Norris in second, just behind him, tying his best finish, and Lewis Hamilton in third. They're followed by Charles Leclerc in fourth, Max Verstappen in fifth, Pierre Gasly in sixth, Oscar Piastri in seventh, Sergio Perez in eighth, Liam Lawson in ninth, and Kevin Magnussen in tenth. Then they were followed by Magnussen, Albon, Gwenyu, Hulkenberg, Sargent, and Alonso. That finished out the entire grid. There was only 15 cars that finished the race. We had Russell, Bottas, Alcon, and Sonoda all DNF, and then Lance Stroll didn't start. In the end, Lewis Hamilton got the fastest lap, and the driver of the day was awarded to Carlos Sainz. Lastly, let's prepare for Japan. So Japan has a regular weekend schedule, three practice sessions qualifying, and the race. The circuit held its first Grand Prix in 1987, and the total number of laps throughout the race will be 53. The circuit length is 5.807 kilometers long, and the lap record was a 1.3098 set by Lewis Hamilton in 2019. The circuit has a total of 18 corners and one DRS zone along the main straight and is one of the unique calendar tracks. Um, drivers love it. It's high speed. It has a lot of fun-esque turns. It has the cool crossover section, which, fun fact, originally the track design that they had come up with, um, and by they I mean Honda, sorry, Joe Honda, and John Hugenholtz. Sorry if I butchered those names. Um, they drew up the track, and originally it had three overpasses, rather than the just one that we see today. Probably C1, C2, and C3 compounds will be used throughout the entire weekend. Um, the weather looks pretty clear, actually, which is exciting. Last year, if you don't remember, it was quite rainy. Friday, it looks like there's a chance of rain. We're expecting a 60% chance, so there's some expected. But both Saturday and Sunday look clear. Other things you might want to know, uh, Michael Schumacher holds the most pole positions here at Suzuka with eight and the most wins as well with six. Suzuka is the only figure eight track on the F1 calendar. The probability of a safety car is only about 50% based on the last six races and the average pit time loss is 22.1 seconds. Max Verstappen is the favored to win, however, just by the last race alone, his winning chances elected by polling by people like us have gone down significantly it used to be about 90 percent for each race now it's down to the 60s so that is a little bit more exciting for last year's race max verstappen was the pole sitter and the winner and it was where he was crowned for his second world championship but otherwise it's looking to be a very exciting race and i quite love japan i think there's not really quite a track like it and also Sebastian Vettel is there if you guys haven't been following up. 
A lot of drivers have revealed some super cool helmet lids as well for the weekend. Lewis Hamilton's is my personal favorite that I've seen so far, but Fernando Alonso's is quite great as well. So be sure to check those out on drivers' Instagrams as well. Two weeks from now, we will cover what happened at Japan this upcoming weekend, as well as preparing for Qatar, which will take place the weekend following when the next episode will come out. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Third Gear. Please be sure to leave any comments or recommendations on my social media or Spotify and enjoy this upcoming race weekend. Remember to always take care of yourselves and others. Bye.